Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you. All right, today we are going to talk about, oh, I don't even know what to call it, metabolism and ownership of our intentions. So I want you to just think about this quote for a second uh, because I hear it a lot. I'm doing everything right and I'm not getting results. If you are doing everything right and not getting results, then you're not doing everything right. I know that one might sting a little bit. So this really comes down to two things. Number one is actual adherence. Um, it's, it's, it's normal human, uh, what's the word, tendency to, you know, think that we're doing better than we actually are, to um, come up with a lot of excuses. But at the end of the day, you are responsible for you. Uh, You can buy all the expensive programs, you can do the hard workouts, you can log all of your food, but there's another side to that and that is becoming a little bit of a detective about yourself and your body and your metabolism. And so I want you to take an honest look and we're going to take an honest look together um, at what is working and what isn't and where you maybe need to make changes. So things to think about is what worked for you at one point in your life may not work for you right now and that is because our metabolisms are not fixed and we don't want them to be fixed. You want them to be flexible and you want to be able to be a detective of your metabolism. So your body gives you what's called biofeedback and this is it sending you messages as to how it's functioning and unfortunately there's a lot of money to be made in selling programs that are not going to last, that are not um, going to yield, excuse me, that are not going to yield lasting results because our bodies are really smart. And so what worked for you when you were 20 is not going to work for you when you're 40 because your body has changed. You've likely been through some life stages. You've maybe had pregnancy, um, postpartum. You might be in that pre-menopause period of time where hormones are changing, lifestyle is changing, activity level is changing, all of those things. And so if, if you could, you know, you may have lost a significant amount of weight or seen a lot of physical change doing one thing and, and now you're like pounding the pavement, banging your head against the wall, trying to get that same thing to work again. And it isn't, and it's frustrating. And this is where I want you to take a breath and give your body a little credit. It is trying to tell you something. So you may need more or less calories. Um, If you are eating in a calorie deficit, you will lose body fat, period. So the caveat comes with if you are weight training, you will be losing body fat, but you may not see a reduction on the scale as consistently as you would have if you were doing something like a juice diet or 
uh, you know, drastically reducing carbohydrates um, and not exercising because what you're seeing lost on that scale is water weight, um, a little bit of fat loss, muscle wasting, intestinal bulk, uh, all those kind of things. So body fat reduction is what we're looking for. We want to get to a healthy body fat percentage um, and you want to have your biofeedback be in check. So there's a doctor that I follow who has the acronym, he calls it HEC in check, hunger, energy, and cravings. Are those in check? That is, that means that your body is functioning well and that you, um, if you are also seeing body fat change, that you're in a sweet spot. Now, the tricky thing is to recognize that you shouldn't be doing the same thing forever. You need to kind of be a little fluid and I like to call it structured flexibility, right? Where you have this this structure um, for how to eat, but you also recognize that your metabolism is going to compensate. So when you kind of push down on it, when you when you cut back on calories and you add in a lot of exercise, your body is going to respond for a certain amount of time, and then it's going to start pushing back to try to get you to that to that homeostatic place, that balanced place where it's not too stressed. There's not too much of a deficit. Um, it doesn't especially women, um, our bodies were designed to reproduce. And so if you are of childbearing age, which is a large spectrum, your body is trying to create an environment where it could support another life. And so fighting that really hard is going to mess with your heck, with your hunger, energy, and cravings. And you don't, you will not win that battle. Willpower can only last for so long, and then you're going to cave. So what we want to do is get to a place where we're working together with our body, right? Where we're seeing fat loss reduction, but we're also experiencing, um, you know, we're not having extreme hunger. You feel satisfied with your food. You feel satiated. Your energy is good. You're not having these highs and lows. You're not, um, you know, crashing every afternoon at three o'clock. You're not sleeping in a really bizarre pattern. Um, And your cravings, right? Your food is satisfying to you. It has flavors that you enjoy. You feel um, satisfied with your meals. You're not craving, you know, sugar and salt and starch and fat and alcohol um, and all these things because your, your diet is providing them to you and all of that is individual. So the idea of being kind of a detective of your life. So I want you to think of a place and you should know when you feel like your heck is in check when you feel balanced, when that biofeedback feels right. Um, And again, the author of the doctor that I'm talking about is Dr. Jade Tita. I'll try to remember to put it in the show notes, but I always forget I'm putting stuff in there. So, um, so some of these little acronyms and sayings are his, and I want to just give him credit where credit is due because I've learned so much from his um, menopause school, metabolism school, um, all of these courses and, and books that he has out. Um, But becoming a little bit, excuse me, my energy is not in check right now, but uh, becoming a detective of your life, of your metabolism. So when have you felt recently that your hunger, energy, and cravings have been in check? You're sleeping well, you're able to do your workouts well, you're recovering well from your workouts, your mood feels relatively stable your food is enjoyable and you don't have these crazy cravings for, you know, highly palatable food items like sugars and salts and fats. Um, and, 
and you're seeing fat loss reduction. If you have experienced both of those things, keep doing them. Keep doing whatever you're doing that that feels right there. Even if it's not exactly what I, if I'm your coach or some other guru is telling you, if you can, you know, have a glass of wine every night and eat, you know, oatmeal with protein powder or Greek yogurt and a protein shake for breakfast and you have whatever you have for lunch and you are staying balanced with the biofeedback and you are seeing results on you know in progress pictures and 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 data point measurements scale weight circumference measurements body fat scans etc then continue doing that know however that if you and you will get to a point where either one of those things starts to change right either you start to get more hungry your energy starts to get messed up you're starting to have more cravings and or you are not experiencing body fat change reduction um, especially if you're trying to lose right so ideally we get to like a maintenance place um, and we'll talk about that in another episode but then you need to look at what's off do you need you know if your biofeedback is off do you need a little bit more fat do you need a little bit more carbs try starting small right add um, you know five to ten bites of carbohydrates to one of your meals during the day for a lot of you, that would look like, you know, a piece of whole grain bread or, um, you know, some potatoes or steel cut oats to one of your meals and then see if that helps with the balance. And then if it doesn't or if it does, also you can switch and swap and add a serving of fat um, to one of your meals because we've talked in the past that you really want your meals to focus on plenty of high fiber high water vegetables and low sugar fruits and lean protein and then you are adding in just enough starch and fat to keep it satisfying and delicious so you're not drowning everything in ranch dressing you're not smothering it in cheese you're adding just enough you know flavor and crunch and 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 richness to your food for it to be delicious without blowing the calories out of the park um and I have a lot on Instagram, you know, meal ideas and all that kind of stuff that fit this uh, mindset that you can go and take a peek at if you're interested in it at all. Um, but you have to start kind of playing around, right? So if I have, you know, oatmeal for breakfast, I can I can go longer before I start to get like a headache or I feel better after my workouts if I have you know, some potatoes with my salad or some quinoa or whole grains or something um, in like a burger bowl or whatever. Um, Those are the things that I want you to start paying attention to. We have tend, we tend to get a little too hyper-focused on things like macros um, and we really focus on the numbers, which a calorie deficit is important. And I do think that it is good to log your food sporadically by sporadically, I don't mean like religiously every day, but, you know, take a week and log everything you eat for a week. So you kind of get a feel for how many calories you're consuming. And then we can make adjustments from there because there are general guidelines for how many calories you should be consuming in a day uh, relative to your body weight and activity level. But anyways, um, so become a metabolic detective is really the, the name of this game. Think about when you have felt really good, when you have felt really balanced with energy, with hunger, with cravings, 
with results, right? You feel strong, you feel light and tight, uh, you feel fit and you're able to recover from things. You don't feel like you're struggling and pushing against willpower to see results um, because willpower, trying to overcome that and trying to willpower your way through, you know, making your metabolism submit will not work. Your metabolism will win every time. You may be able to power through for a week, two weeks, maybe even a month, but at some point you are going to fold. And that's why these, you know, programs are so popular because people have this fixed end date in mind. Well, if I just do 21 days or 75 days, then I'm going to be all right. You know, I just have to muscle through and then I can breathe again when I get to the end. That is not how you should be living your life. In fact, if you are drastically reducing things constantly, you're going to create this really intense yo-yo dieting thing where hormones get really wonky and you have to do a lot of work to repair them. So be gentle, give it time, right? Start creating that gentle calorie deficit, but you're still keeping your hunger in check. You're still keeping your cravings in check. You are energizing your body, okay? And you're not overdoing it with excessive amounts of workouts. You're moving your body every day. You're getting in you know, a decent amount of steps, eight to 12,000 steps a day. You're utilizing resistance training at least three times a week, um, but not hours and hours of cardio. Um, I hope to do another episode about this in the future, but I just want to throw it out there that long, intense, long duration, steady state cardio, like running, elliptical, cycling for long periods of time actually makes you hungrier. So you may have a really good calorie burn on your fitness tracker, your watch or whatever. Um, but that long intensity workout is going to, for most people, create a hunger response that is going to make it hard for you to stay in a deficit. So I like to encourage like 30 minute workouts that utilize, you're elevating your heart rate, right? Your muscles are working hard. You feel warm, you're sweating, you're breathing hard, your muscles are burning, and then you're done. And your body has to take the time after the workout to recover by using what's already in your body. And it doesn't, you don't ever get to that threshold of time under stress to where your body moves into that stress hunger mode. So there's a method to the madness with the workouts. I know some of you are like, oh my gosh, it's not long enough. I need to tack on and, or run, or I need to do this extra spin thing, or I need to go take this class at the gym. No, you have better things to do with your life. You have better things to do with your life. You can eat food, you can move in a short amount of time, and then, you, and then I want you to move throughout the day, right? So you work out hard for 20, 30 minutes, and then you walk. Walk all the day long, fidget, stand, um, you know, take the stairs, do, you know, chores and, and get a walking treadmill desk for some of your work. Take your phone calls standing and walking around outside. All of that adds up and is not stressful to the body. So moral of the story, number one, pay attention to what your body's trying to tell you. Honor it. She's a really good body. She's seen you through 100% of your worst days. Don't try and beat her up. Okay. Give her what she needs and then pay attention. If you are eating so much that you are not seeing results, if you are gaining weight or not losing weight, you are not doing everything right. 
And that is something that we need to pay attention to. And when I say weight, I, I should clarify that. If you are not losing body fat, because for some of you, the fat loss muscle growth ratio may not yield an excessive amount of weight loss on the scale, if any at all. You may see the scale go up, but you may notice that your pants fit different. Um, you know, you may see no change on the scale, but you see yourself in a picture side by side from six weeks ago and you can see that your face is different. That is body fat loss. Okay. That's okay. That's good. That's progress. We want that. Um, and for a lot of you, you're going to get to a place where you are in maintenance, where you are going to kind of be fluid in between this eating less, exercising more, eating more exercising more where you kind of give your metabolism a little buffer okay you let it have a little bit more calories to kind of recalibrate and relax a little bit because a huge calorie reduction from eating less and exercising more is a stressful state for your body to be in so you don't want to be in that for more than like a month at a time you want to give yourself those little diet breaks where you take a week and you eat a little more or you go on vacation and you eat more and you exercise less, you know, a long weekend of no actual workouts, but you indulge in some cheesecake and some delicious brunch, and you realize you're going to be a little puffy, and that's okay. It's all going to come back off, but that's a good break for your metabolism. You should feel um, when you get back to your regular rhythm where everything is balanced and in check that you feel good and you start to recognize, okay, I feel good. I don't feel stuffed, I don't feel starving, I don't feel like I'm having these huge swings of super hungry to super stuffed to, you know, super tired to, oh my gosh, I could take on the world. Um, cravings are under control. You're able to find things that are buffer foods and not trigger foods. And those are individual to everyone. I cannot give you a list of things that are going to buffer for you because some of them might be a trigger for someone else you might be able to have a piece of dark chocolate and it does the trick, but for someone else, if she has a piece of dark chocolate, she wants to eat a bag of dark chocolate. And for one person, you know, having a boiled potato with salt and garlic and, you know, a little bit of chives on it is going to be a perfect buffer. And for another person, it's going to be the slippery slope of I want 12 more potatoes drenched in butter um, because our we're unique. You're a unique individual. So you need to find ways to add, you know, just enough richness and crunch and salt and sugar and fat to your diet to not blow you out of your deficit so much that you're gaining weight, but also keep you enjoying life, right? You're able to find, you know, if it's, it's, coffee creamer, for example, if you need, if, if you're going to be more apt to stay in a deficit and, and live life by pouring two tablespoons or maybe even four tablespoons of some sugary, rich flavored coffee creamer in your coffee, but then the rest of the day you could give up bread, you could give up peanut butter, whatever, then that's perfect. 
Okay, that's perfect. But for others, they have that sweet coffee in the morning and then they want the sweet donut to go with it. And then they want the sweet pancakes and then they want the bread and then they want the bread with butter and cheese and it just is a slippery slope. So you need to experiment. And I realize that's really frustrating because we just like programs. We like prescriptions. We like rigid rules and just check these boxes and everything works, but I'm not you and you're not me. And so what I eat feels good to me and my body and gets me the results that I want. And what you eat or don't eat works for your body once you figure it out. So I want you to take this episode and apply it to your day to day, knowing that the majority of your meals, like 90% of them should be vegetables and protein. From there, you are going to add things to that combination that keeps it good for you. And we've talked about like smoothies, shakes, stir fries, scrambles, salads. Those are all variations of that. And you can play around with the flavors. Some of you hate, you know, Mexican flavors. So you're going to go Italian or Asian or American. You know, for someone, they might like a burrito bowl. And the next person is like, I hate Mexican flavors. I would rather have a burger bowl. Perfect. I would rather have a Italian bowl with like tomatoes and oregano and all of that. Garlic, those sorts of things. Perfect. You do you. Pick your flavor profile, what works for your family, what works for your budget, but also what works for your body and your metabolism and your results. It has to be individualized. You cannot, there's no such thing as one size fits all for metabolism and body fat loss. It's all about you and what works for your individual body. All right. So please let me know what you think about this. If this is intriguing to you at all, this is what we do in Spell Fitness. We play detective. We track results. We do short, intense workouts. We eat real food and we do it forever. It is not a time capped program. I have ladies who have been with me for nine years um, because it's just part of life, right? It's like we're friends and this is our community and we do workouts and we hold each other accountable and we share recipes and we share successes and we share struggles and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And we would love, I would love for you to join us. So if you have been trying every diet under the sun, if you have been buying products and programs and memberships and everything feels like you can do it for so long and then you can't, I would love to have you come and try being a part of what it is that we do at Spell Fitness. Um, So let me know if you have questions. I would love to answer them as best I can. But until next time, I will catch you later.